Hello and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. This is a special catch-up episode of episodes 1 through 3 all together. There's no white noise in this one, um, but I hope it helps you catch up on the series so far and maybe get into it a little bit. If you have any suggestions for me, please email me or have your parents email me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. Again, let me know any suggestions you have or anything else you want to let me know. Um, One of the things I'm wondering is if you're actually liking the white noise at the end or if I should just stick to the stories. So again, email me dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com and let me know what you think. Now, to the stories. First up, we have episode one, Getting a Spaceship. Imagine yourself waking up in bed. You open your eyes, you stretch, and then you get out of bed. You walk to the living room, and in the middle of the living room, you see a present. The present is wrapped in your favorite color of wrapping paper with a bow on top. It says your name on the front. Hmm, I wonder what this is. You look around to see if your parents are there, but no one's around. You sneak over to the present, you undo the bow, and you lift the top off of the present. Inside, you see a toy rocket ship. On the side of the toy rocket ship is a button that says, Press me. Huh. Well, I already have a lot of rocket ships and cars and stuff, but I guess this one looks pretty cool and kind of realistic. You take it outside to play, and once you're outside, you think, Huh. I wonder what that button does. You press the button on the rocket ship, and suddenly it starts to glow a bright yellow color. The rocket ship becomes yellow all over, and then it starts to grow. It grows larger and larger and larger, until it turns back to its normal color and solidifies once again this time the size of a real rocket ship. What the... you think? The back of the rocket ship opens up. Two doors open wide and a little platform folds out from the back of the ship. You walk inside the ship And suddenly, strangely, the ship is bigger on the inside. You look all around. There's a living room in the spaceship with a gigantic TV and a really comfy looking couch, video game systems, and anything else you can imagine. There's a library with all the books you might want to read. There's a kitchen, but you're not really sure if there's any food in it. There's a bedroom that has a bed with the same bedspread you have at home. And there's a toy area where you can play. This place is huge. Up at the front of the rocket ship is the command station. It has two seats facing a big viewing window. You go to the command station and suddenly you hear, Hello, my name is Spaceship. How are you today? Um, I'm good, you say to the spaceship. Where would you like to go? What do you mean, where would I like to go? First tell me who you are. I am a magic spaceship 
sent specifically to you. Who sent you to me? I can't reveal that information, but it is someone who has magic powers. Okay. Well, that does seem pretty cool. Yes, it is. Now, where would you like to go? I don't know. I guess the moon or something, you say. Plotting course for the moon. Estimated time of arrival, 15 minutes at low speed. 15 minutes at low speed? That's incredibly fast to get to the moon. That's not even the half of it. I am capable of super hyperdrive going to distant solar systems. Well, I guess that's cool, but yeah, let's start with the moon. Would you like to fly there yourself, or would you like me to fly there for you? Um, I guess I'll fly myself? Suddenly, out of the console pops a steering wheel and a speed lever. You take the steering wheel in your hand and you slowly press forward on the speed lever. The spaceship jumps up in the air, faces up towards the sky, and blasts off straight up through the atmosphere. You steer it as it goes, quickly approaching space. You pass through the clouds until the clouds become distant below you and looking behind, the world starts to become smaller until you can see the whole thing, a big blue circle. Before long, you see the moon in front of you, getting bigger and bigger the closer you get, while the world gets smaller and smaller. We are now entering the orbit of the moon. Would you like me to land the spaceship for you? Uh, yeah. I don't really know how to land a spaceship, you think? Got it. Landing now. The spaceship slowly comes in for a soft landing. Alright, now I can go play on the moon. Wait. What? What do you mean, wait? You can't survive on the moon. You will need a spacesuit. Well, is there a spacesuit in here somewhere? Here, take this. A hand pops out of the front console and hands you a watch. Put it on and press the button. You put on the watch and press the button. Suddenly out of the watch, folds something that looks like armor first around your arm then your body and your head and your legs until your whole body is covered in what looks like metal and black armor whoa a view screen pops on in front of you this is so cool the back of the spaceship opens and you walk out onto the moon as soon as you step off of the spaceship, the gravity seems lighter. You start to jump from place to place. Each step sends you soaring up into the air much further than it normally would. You jump from place to place with a wonderful floating sensation. Then you jump up in the air and try to do a front flip. The first time, you over-rotate and fall right on your face, but it doesn't really hurt because the moon's gravity means that you fall a lot slower. You try another time until you land the front flip perfectly. Then in front of you, you see a giant mountain on top of the moon. Whoa. I want to go up there. 
I suggest you use your booster rockets. I have booster rockets? Yes. Just think about using them and they should turn on. The next time you jump up in the air, you think about booster rockets coming on and suddenly out of your feet blast two boosters and out of your hands two more to help keep you steady. You practice floating in the air for a little while and then you start to fly around. It's very easy, almost natural. You fly all the way up the mountain to the very top. And when you land there, you look up in the sky. You can see the earth off in the distance. It looks like the moon normally looks, except bigger and bluer and whiter. Oh, that's amazing. I wish I had a flag to plant here. I can make one for you, says the spaceship. What? Is that you, spaceship? Where are you? I am still where you left me, but I can communicate with your spacesuit. Oh, well that's pretty cool. Well, what do you mean you can make me a flag? I can 3D print almost anything if I have the materials. I will just take some of these moon rocks and print them into a flag. You can see the spaceship in the distance. It floats up in the air, shines a yellow light down onto the moon. Suddenly some of the rocks that the yellow light is on turn to energy and get sucked into the ship. The ship flies over until it's beside you and a hand pops out of the front of it holding a flag with your country on it. Whoa, this is so cool. I hereby claim this mountain. You jam the flag down into the mountain and look proudly up at the earth. Well, spaceship, I think it's time to get home. That is a good idea, kid. Your parents will be worried. Yeah, they probably will. Well, you can just explain what happened, right? I will do my best. You climb back into the spaceship, jump back in the control seat, press forward on the speed control and fly back down towards the earth. As you approach, the earth gets bigger and bigger until it's all you can see. You press through the atmosphere and drop gently down towards your house. The robot takes over to make sure the spaceship lands correctly. When you arrive, you see your parents waiting outside. Where were you? They say. We were so worried. I didn't know what to do with myself. And what's this spaceship here? Where did this come from? Ah, oh, don't worry, Mom. This spaceship is just a magic spaceship I found uh, in the living room this morning, so I'm sure everything's perfectly normal. Well, I never, says your mother. Don't worry. I am the spaceship. Oh, what was that? That's just my spaceship, you explained to your mother. Watch. You go and press a button on the side of the spaceship and it glows again and shrinks down to normal size. Then it flies into your hand and lands. I told you, it's a magic spaceship. Your mother faints at hearing that. You're very tired from a long day of exploring the moon and all that jumping. Once you get your mother awake again and help your father get her into the house, you slowly walk to your bedroom. You climb into bed, pull the covers up over yourself. 
become very comfortable and close your eyes. You start by tensing up your feet and then letting them go and relax. Then you tense up and squeeze your legs as hard as you can and let them relax. Then you squeeze your stomach as hard as you can and let it relax. Then your arms and let them relax. Then your neck and let it relax. And your head and let it relax. You feel yourself sinking deep into the covers and into the mattress. You close your eyes and just listen to the sound. You let yourself drift off to sleep. No need to keep your eyes open anymore. Just let them close. And now for episode two, The Lava Planet. Imagine waking up in the morning What's that, you think? Spaceship? Is that you? Yes, it is me. I want to go on an adventure. It's like six o'clock in the morning. Okay, well, what kind of adventure do you want to go on? I want to go on another space adventure. Okay, you say to the spaceship. But my parents got kind of mad last time when I wasn't home and they didn't know where I was. I have a solution. Really? You say? What's that? I have created a robot that looks exactly like you. You what? You ask the spaceship. I created a robot that looks exactly like you. I believe it will be able to pass as you while we are gone. See? Robot, come here. Suddenly your bedroom door opens and in walks you. Or at least something or someone that looks exactly like you. What the... Hi! says your robot clone. I'm you. Who are you? I'm me. Who are you? I'm a robot. I'm going to pretend to be you while I'm gone. I'll do everything nice and your parents are going to love me. Okay, well, seems like it'll work to me. All right, well, don't forget to clean the bedroom and do all your chores, you say. Let's go, spaceship. You run outside with spaceship flying after you. Spaceship... It's time to get bigger. Doing so, says Spaceship. The spaceship starts to grow. It glows yellow and gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's the size of the full-sized spaceship. Again, it changes back to its normal color. The back of the spaceship opens and a platform comes out. You walk into the spaceship and everything looks just like you remember. Up at the very front is the command center. There's a kitchen, a living room, a playroom, a library, and even room for sleeping. Well, this should work. Hey spaceship, how long is this adventure you have planned? I am going to take you to a very exciting planet. Really? you ask. How exciting is it? It is incredibly exciting. I think you will like it a lot. Okay, you say. Well, let's get going. You jump into the control seat, the steering wheel, and speed lever pop back out. You press forward on the speed control, and the spaceship lifts up off the ground and blast straight up through the atmosphere. Looking behind you again, you can see the world getting smaller and smaller 
until it becomes just a dot in the background. Whoa, we're really going fast now. You pass Mars and keep going faster and faster. How fast are we going? We are not even going full speed yet. Soon we will switch to super hyperdrive. Our planned destination is one week away. What? You say? A week away? I don't have that kind of time. My parents are going to wonder... Well, I guess my parents aren't going to wonder where I am. Okay, well, I guess we can do this. Will the robot go to school for me too? Yes, says the robot. I have programmed your robot to be exactly like you in every conceivable way, including getting the same sorts of marks on schoolwork. No one will know the difference. All right, I trust you, robot. What do I do while we fly this far? Just sit down and relax. You could play video games. You could play with your toys, or you could read a book, suggests the robot. Hmm. You spend a little time playing video games, watching TV, and then you think, hmm, I'm starting to get a bit hungry, robot. What can we do about that? Come to the kitchen. You go to the kitchen, and the table opens up. And out of the table comes a plate filled with all your favorite foods. Just imagine yourself eating some of your favorite foods. Imagine what they taste like. What they feel like in your hands. And just slowly and mindfully eat them. This is delicious, you think. Beep, 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 beep. Alert, alert, says the spaceship. What, what's going on? I just realized that I'm running low on power. You're what? I thought you were a magic spaceship. You run low on power? Yes, I run on power crystals. They can be found in many places. Locating the closest location now, says the robot. Location found. Up on the screen appears a planet. The planet looks like it's on fire. It's entirely covered in lava, with flames shooting out of it now and then. It actually looks a little more like a sun than a planet. Okay, so I have to go there and get a space crystal of some kind? Yes, a picture is going to be displayed of what the space crystal looks like. Up on the screen appears a picture of a crystal. If you can find a pure crystal, it should last us for a very long time, depending on how many things we do and how much energy we use, says the robot. Okay, well, set a course. I guess we have no other choice. Setting course now. Suddenly, the spaceship switches direction and jumps to super hyperdrive. Everything starts to swirl around the spaceship. You see stars going by at an incredibly high speed. And then it stops just as suddenly with a whoosh. And you're flying right above the planet of fire and lava. Let's head down, you say. The spaceship flies down towards the planet. Okay, can my spacesuit help me survive? Yes, says the robot. Your spacesuit should be enough to handle the hot weather. You will have to look for the crystal manually by yourself, as my sensors will not work here. Okay, you say. 
let's get going. You and the spaceship fly down towards the surface. You press the button on the side of your watch, which makes your spacesuit start to fold out of it, covering your arm, then your body, your legs, your other arm, and your head. When it's finished, you look down at your arms and legs and notice the armor covering them. You remember that all you have to do to hover is think about flying. When you do, you start floating up in the air. The back of the spaceship opens and you fly out. You start flying all around the planet, looking left and right. But all you can see is lava. Flames shoot up every now and then that you have to dodge. I believe the crystal should be around here somewhere, says the spaceship. You look really closely until in the distance you see something shimmer. That must be the crystal, you think. You start flying towards it as fast as you can. You skim over the lava on the surface, and when you're almost there, something jumps out of the lava. A huge, fiery glob of lava, except it seems to have arms and eyes and a giant mouth that's just dripping with lava. It swings its arm towards you and you dodge out of the way, flying up and out of there. Oh no, you say to the spaceship. It seems like the crystal's being guarded by some kind of lava monster. I was afraid of this, says the spaceship. You were afraid of this, you say to the spaceship. You didn't even mention anything about this to me. Don't you think this would have been relevant information to have? Oh, be quiet, says the spaceship. I will send some help. The spaceship sends ten different robots flying out of the back of the spaceship over towards you to help. The robots start fighting the giant lava monster flying around, shooting it with blasters that they have, but nothing seems to do anything. The lava monster quickly demolishes some of the robots by hitting them with the lava. They melt instantly or break into pieces until only two robots are left. This isn't working, you say to the spaceship. We need something else. Uh, what do we fight lava with? cold or something like that? Yes, that's a good idea, says the spaceship. And can't you come over here and help yourself? You're a magic spaceship. Also a good idea. Why don't you get back inside? The spaceship flies over and you jump or fly inside it. Okay, what kind of other weapons do you have? I am not sure. Just use your imagination. Okay, can you transform into anything else? Yes. What can you transform into? That's up to you. Huh. Well, can you transform into a giant robot? Yes. The spaceship starts to glow all around you and it transforms into a giant robot. Huh, how do we control the robot, you ask? You can control it with your mind. Put on this helmet. A helmet drops down from the ceiling. You put it on and close your eyes. When you open them again, you see through the eyes of the giant robot. Whoa. When you try to move your arm, the giant robot arm moves. And when you try to move your leg, the giant robot leg moves. Just like when you were flying with your spacesuit. All you have to do is think about flying to go from place to place. You practice a little bit. 
and then decide it's time to get this guy. You reach behind your back and pull out a huge sword. Well, this should help, you think. You run at the giant lava monster, swinging your sword quickly through the air. The lava monster tries to hit you with its hand, but you chop off its lava arm with ease. Well, that was pretty cool. Unfortunately, the arm grows back almost immediately and shoots back at you, hitting you right in the chest. It doesn't hurt at all because, well, you're a robot, but it does seem to be eating away at your metal a little bit. That's not very nice, you say to the lava monster. Spaceship, I think we need another plan. Cutting this thing up isn't going to work. You put your sword away. Do you have any kind of, I don't know, like, freeze gun or anything? Yes, turning on freeze gun mode. Suddenly your arm starts to glow and it transforms into a giant blaster cannon. You point it at the lava monster and shoot. A big blue beam of light hits the lava monster and starts to turn it into rock. You fly around the outside trying to hit every part of the lava monster. It gets slower and stops moving. As the rock starts to encase it completely. Before long, the lava monster has turned entirely to stone, frozen in the position it was in, reaching up towards you. Well, that takes care of that, you say. Transform back into a spaceship. The spaceship starts to glow around you and changes form once again. The helmet pops off and you see through your own eyes again. You and the spaceship fly down towards the power crystal. It's on a platform that's not covered in lava. You get out of the spaceship, walk over to the crystal, and pull it out of the ground. You bring it back onto the spaceship and say, where do I put this? Put it in here, says the spaceship. Up out of the ground pops a podium with just the right space for the crystal. You stick it in the top of the podium and it starts to glow. You hear a hum of power. Well, that should work. Let's get back to it. You and the spaceship blast back off, out and away from that planet. Estimated time of arrival, still one week. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to bed, you say. It's been a long day. You go over to the bed in the spaceship. You pull down the covers and climb inside. You pull them up to your chin. It's one of the most comfortable beds you ever had. It feels just the way your bed feels in the morning when you're super relaxed and you really don't want to get out of it. Up above you is a viewing screen where you can see the space fly by. The spaceship jumps to super hyperdrive and you watch the stars quickly pass by. Your eyelids become heavy and you allow them to close and you allow yourself to drift off into new dream adventures. And now, if you're not asleep yet, we're going to listen to episode three, The Dinosaur Planet. You wake up again. But this time, you're on your spaceship. You see the stars flying by quickly. You get out of the bed and go into the main room of the spaceship. Hello. Hi, spaceship, how are you? I am good. How did you sleep? Uh, I slept pretty well. It was a really comfortable bed. How close are we now to this new planet? We're just approaching now. Oh. Well, 
What's so exciting about this planet anyways? You are going to love this planet, says the spaceship. This planet has dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? But I thought all dinosaurs were extinct. Dinosaurs are extinct on your planet, but the universe works in mysterious ways. Sometimes things that develop on one planet also develop on others. In this case, the planet never had an asteroid hit it like Earth. Therefore, dinosaurs still exist. Really? Can we go down and see them? Yes, we can go see them, says the spaceship. I was thinking we could train them. What? You ask. What do you mean train them? How could we train dinosaurs? Wouldn't they maybe eat us or something? Yes, that is a possibility. However, I have designed a collar that helps control different creatures, including dinosaurs. A collar? Yes, see here? A hand pops out of the front console holding a giant collar. With this collar around the neck of the dinosaur, it should listen to your commands. Really? All I have to do is get this around the neck of the dinosaur and it'll do whatever I say? Yes, it should anyways. Okay, you think? Well, let's go get one. Quick, fly down closer to the surface. Let's see what kind there are. The spaceship flies down closer to the surface and a view screen pops up on the front console. You see many different dinosaurs, pterodactyls, long neck dinosaurs, triceratops, raptors, and all sorts of other dinosaurs. Whoa. Do you think we can control one of the pterodactyls first? Yes, let's go try to put the collar on one, says the robot. You fly down close to the pterodactyl. A target appears on the screen. You use a lever to aim the target right at the pterodactyl's neck. And when it's locked on, you hit a big red button that fires the collar. You see the collar shoot forward and latch around the neck of the pterodactyl. The pterodactyl falls for a second until it regains its balance and starts flying again. You land on the ground, and the robot uses the collar to call the pterodactyl. The pterodactyl flies down and sits beside the spaceship. You put on your spacesuit, which, if you remember, folds out of your watch. You press the button, and the spacesuit folds out of the watch onto your arm, then your body, your legs, and your head until you're covered in a metallic and black armor. You go out of the spaceship and over to the pterodactyl that's sitting nicely beside you. You put out your hand and the pterodactyl moves forward and allows you to scratch beside it. This is so cool, you say. The pterodactyl bends its neck down, inviting you to get on top of it. You climb on top of the pterodactyl and say, well, let's fly. The pterodactyl jumps up in the air, flapping its wings and takes off into the sky. It flies higher and higher and higher. You hold on as tightly as you can around its neck. It soars into the sky, up into the clouds and then above them. You spend time just gliding on the air with the pterodactyl, 
looking down below, seeing fields of green with lots of dinosaurs running all over the place. You pass over mountains and over trees. It's relaxing and exciting all at the same time. Before long, you hear a terrible noise. It sounds like dinosaurs are fighting or in trouble or something like that. Let's go check it out, pterodactyl. You fly down towards the earth really quickly, diving so fast that the wind starts to hurt your face. The pterodactyl evens out its flight closer to the ground and you look down. You see what you think is a Tyrannosaurus Rex attacking a herd of Triceratops. The Triceratops are trying to defend themselves against it, but it has one of their kind. We have to stop it, you say. Spaceship, where are you? Coming. The spaceship soon appears beside you. Spaceship, we need to do something about this dinosaur. It's eating the other ones. That is a natural part of life. I know it's a natural part of life, you say, but we can't let this happen. That poor Triceratops. Okay, if you want to stop it, I suggest we use another collar. All right, should I get back in the ship? No need. I have a portable one. Out of the spaceship comes a big arm carrying what looks like a giant cannon. You grab onto it. You kick the pterodactyl nicely like it's a horse and say, let's go. The pterodactyl starts flying down and circling around the Tyrannosaurus. Just when the Tyrannosaurus is about to attack, you aim the cannon at it and fire. You hit the Tyrannosaurus right in the head, but the collar just bounces off. It screams in anger, and just as that happens, you lose balance on your pterodactyl and fall down to the ground. Luckily, your spacesuit protects you as you hit the ground, but it doesn't really hurt at all. You stand up and you see the Tyrannosaurus running straight at you its jaws completely opened. You can't think of anything else to do except jump right inside its mouth. When it comes to stomp down on you, you jump directly in between its teeth. Its teeth miss you, and you find yourself trapped inside its mouth. You push up and down trying to get out, but it doesn't work. Spaceship, I need some help here. Coming to help you. Before long, a tiny spaceship appears beside you inside the mouth of the Tyrannosaurus. What are you doing in here? I told you to help me, not shrink down really small and get in the same situation I'm in. I have a plan. Yeah? What's your plan? I have a tickling ray. I am going to shoot it at the Tyrannosaurus's mouth. Oh, well, that might actually work, you think? Do it! The little tiny ship shoots a little laser at the top of the Tyrannosaurus's mouth. The Tyrannosaurus starts to sway its head back and forth in discomfort, and then it spits you out. You fly out of the Tyrannosaurus and land on the ground, covered in a lot of gloopy, gloppy, gross slime from its mouth. Ugh, you say. All right, spaceship, we need to do something else. Uh, what else can you do? Can you transform into something that would help here? Yes. Okay, then transform. Into what? Into something that would help, you say. Like what? I don't know, like a bigger Tyrannosaurus? 
good idea transforming now. The spaceship starts to glow and grow. It grows until it's the size of the Tyrannosaurus and then solidifies. In front of you stands a metal Tyrannosaurus. Would you like to control it, says the spaceship. Uh, yes, yes I would. The Tyrannosaurus bends down and an opening on the side pops open. You jump inside and again a helmet pops down. You put on the helmet and close your eyes. When you open them again, you're seeing through the eyes of the Tyrannosaurus. Suddenly you can feel the tail and your tiny little arms and your giant powerful legs and your huge and powerful jaw. You open your mouth and roar. The other Tyrannosaurus, the real one, starts running at you. You know just what to do. You jump to the side and swing your tail around in a circle, hitting the other Tyrannosaurus right in the head. It falls over to the side, but gets back up and jumps at you. It jumps right on top of you. You fall back to the ground, and the other Tyrannosaurus is jumping and trying to bite you. You have an idea. Out of your stomach pops a little feather on a hand. It tickles the chin of the Tyrannosaurus. The Tyrannosaurus starts to shake its head back and forth, not knowing what's happening. You use that opportunity to throw it off. You jump back up in the air and jump on top of the Tyrannosaurus. You open your mouth and say, Now, spaceship, shoot the collar. Out of your mouth shoots a collar that goes around the Tyrannosaurus's neck. Suddenly, the Tyrannosaurus becomes calm and stops wanting to fight. You lower yourself down to the ground and then close your eyes and take off the helmet. When you open them, you find yourself inside the Tyrannosaurus spaceship. You open the door and walk out. Once you leave, the spaceship transforms back into a small spaceship and flies and lands in your pocket. You go up to the real Tyrannosaurus and hold out your hand. It moves towards you and lets you pet it on the chin. You and the Tyrannosaurus are now friends. It bends down and lets you climb on its back. You spend some time riding around on the Tyrannosaurus. You have a little tour of the area and you notice that all the other dinosaurs run away when you come near them. Suddenly you hear the spaceship it is time that we return home, says the spaceship. What? Why? We have that robot. Yes, but the robot is only programmed to last one week. After that time, it will melt into a giant pile of goo. What? Why would you design a robot to do that? I'm not sure, says the spaceship. <sighs> okay, but... Can we come back and visit again? I just made friends with a pterodactyl and a tyrannosaurus. Yes, says the spaceship. I suggest that we leave a portal here on this world. A portal? Yes, I am capable of creating portals that allow you to travel from one place to another in space. Why didn't we use a portal to get here? There has to be a portal in both locations. You can't travel somewhere where there isn't already a portal. Okay, we'll create a portal and we can just use that to get home. There's a problem. I didn't leave a portal at home. We will have to put one there when we get back. Ah, <sighs> you say. Sometimes you're really smart, spaceship, 
and other times you're pretty dumb. Yes, says the spaceship, but you love me. I do, you say to the spaceship. Okay, let's get home. Get bigger and I'll jump inside. The spaceship glows and grows until it's full size again. It opens the doors on the back and the platform folds out. You walk up and into the spaceship and sit in the control center. You pull back on the steering wheel, push forward on the throttle and blast up into space. You tell the spaceship to go into autopilot and head home and you decide it's time to take a nap. You go back to your bed, lay down on the comfortable covers. Your eyes already feel very heavy. You let them close. You slowly let different parts of your body relax. First, you pay attention to your feet and let them relax. Then your legs, and you let them relax. Then you let your arms relax, and your chest relax, and your head relax. And slowly, you drift off to sleep, listening to the sound of the spaceship surround you.